Moncrief on News Talk. Now, in Switzerland, four women have taken their government to the European Court. Their argument is that the Swiss government isn't doing enough to tackle climate change and, as such, is violating their human rights. And Ireland is involved here. Our government has made a verbal submission to the court, siding with the Swiss government. Cloda Daly is manager of the Centre for Environmental Justice at Community Law and Mediation. Cloda, good afternoon. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Uh, the, the case that the that the uh, Swiss women have taken is it in a specific mm-hmm. in to a specific aspect of the climate or the whole thing, if you like? Yeah. So the Klima uh, Signorin or the Swiss Grannies case, as it's known, is actually the first ever climate change case to be heard before the European Court of Human Rights. So it deals with climate change and its effects on the elderly. It's been taken by an association of senior women as well as four individual women over the age of 80. And what they're arguing is that increasing temperatures caused by climate change create severe health risks and increased mortality, especially for older women. They say that during heat waves in Switzerland, elderly women are actually more likely to lose consciousness or be to, conf- or to be confined um, to their homes. And what they say is basically that Switzerland is not fulfilling its obligations under the European Convention on Human Rights and that Switzerland is not doing everything in its power to prevent dangerous climate change and to protect these women. Right. Okay. so so they're arguing more a human rights point of view rather than uh, whether Switzerland is fulfilling its climate obligations or the promises, whatever the, the, the Swiss government have made. Well, those points are really inherently interlinked because if the Swiss government isn't doing enough to meet its obligations on climate change, these women are saying that that is a breach of their human rights, their right to life, to uh, private life and the home and to the family life as well. Um, you know, and it is, I suppose, irrefutable that the climate crisis is the biggest human rights threat of our time. We know that it threatens the rights of all of us. But I suppose what makes it particularly unfair is that it actually threatens the rights of the most vulnerable first and worst, and particularly people who have contributed least to the climate crisis. Mm. So at Community Law and Mediation, we would really support the plaintiffs pursuing this really important case at the European Court of Human Rights. And we'd also be calling upon the government home in Ireland to adhere to its own legal obligations on climate change. Um, You know, because really delivering on deep, rapid and sustained reductions in emissions while protecting the needs and rights of most impacted workers and communities is what's critical to actually avoiding the worst impacts of climate change. Now, as I understand it, many European countries have made a submission in this case, Mm. siding with the Swiss government, but Ireland is the only Mm. country that's made a verbal submission on it. Why is that? Why is Ireland so enthusiastic in making sure these women don't win their case? I think that's a really critical question, and that actually is the central issue here. Um, A newspaper article earlier today reported that, you know, states are nervous about the prospect of this case paving the way for further legal action by citizens that could demand accelerated effort on the climate crisis. But fear of accountability on climate action is misguided. And particularly in Ireland, our emissions remain among the highest in Europe per capita, and inadequate action on climate change, as we, as we know, it poses a really serious and unacceptable threat to human rights among societies most vulnerable. What we should be worried about is the danger inherent to a slow response to the climate crisis. Because the longer climate action is delayed, the more difficult it actually becomes. As the impacts of climate change worsen, it's possible that the policy response might become abrupt and forceful and disorderly. And so from our perspective at Community Law and Mediation, we would be calling for 
really rapid um, action on climate change um, to enable planning and support for affected workers and communities. Yeah. And I suppose, you know, for governments who are nervous about um, being taken to court for an action on climate change, the best way to avoid that is to actually deliver on their reductions in emissions consistent with their legal obligations, which they've actually endorsed and signed up to themselves. Yeah. And, there, there, you know, particularly, I, I imagine, though, they could argue that, you know, we can only do what we do. Uh, in the sense that, you know, Ireland is a small country, you know, uh, one could argue it should be doing more, of course, but it's not going to change the climate in general by itself. And a European court can't legislate for what China isn't doing or what Texas isn't doing. Yeah, well, on there's, I guess there's a couple of points um, within that. So on the question of Ireland's role within what's an international crisis, there are more than 100 countries in the world with populations smaller than Ireland, smaller than our own. So if we have more than 100 countries in the world shirking responsibility on the grounds that we're too small to make a difference, then we're really in serious trouble. And the other side of that is that Ireland has actually never shied away from taking a leadership role on international issues. We've never shied away from playing a um, peacekeeping role in international wars and crises. You know, we wouldn't say... Um, that other issues are too big for, for Ireland to um, have an impact. Sure, sure. I, 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 ju- I just mean as a, as a point of law, though, in front of the, you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, the European court, the European mm-hmm. court's ju- jurisdiction doesn't cover what China does or what Texas does. So you can't blame, these women can't blame exclusively Switzerland if, if you know, the, 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 the changing environment is injurious to, uh, to older people and pretty much all people. No, but I suppose the point is what role and responsibility does Switzerland have in uh, this international crisis? Because it isn't solely the responsible of China and the United States. Developed nations like Ireland and Switzerland do play an outsized role in this issue. We know that wealthiest countries have benefited most from uh, the production and burning of fossil fuels and that we actually have the capacity to lead the transition. And that's been supported in our endorsement of the Paris Agreement, where we have... um, you know, endorse the idea of common but separate responsibilities. Um, so that kind of implies that wealthy countries will actually be willing to take the lead on reducing emissions because we have the capacity to. And we know that the answers are there. You know, we have these scientific reports coming out on a regular basis saying that, you know, we're completely off track in terms of where we need to be going. But we know that the solution to the climate crisis, um, they are available. Uh, you know, the transition is technologically and economically feasible. And, you know, what's kind of standing in our way is a lack of political will. And so that's why citizens are turning to the courts. And this, you know, cases can only be brought to the European Court of Human Rights after domestic remedies have been exhausted. So these women went through the courts in Switzerland. They weren't um, satisfied with the results from the court there. So they have a right to go to the European Court of Human Rights with mm. their complaint. And, and as and I understand very, it, this won't be the only case that, that, that the European Court yeah. of Human Rights will have to face. Yeah, that's correct. There's another case that's being taken by a group of youth um, activists in Portugal against 32 EU countries, including Ireland. And so they um, are claiming that the EU's failure to take adequate action on climate change is a breach of their human rights. So, you know, there are going to be really serious um, repercussions from these cases. And, you know, it's very likely that until governments kind of step up and actually deliver substantial reductions in emissions that, you know, we might continue to see cases like this to actually hold governments accountable to obligations that they've committed to in law.
Clodagh, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Clodagh Daly there, manager of the uh, the Centre for Environmental Justice at Community Law and uh, uh, Meditation. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.